episode four. Just like that, we are episode four. And like, it's a bunch. It's really like a bunch of different new episodes lined up. I mean, like, I got, I got a couple guests booked up. The big, these are the, these are gonna be the big episodes coming up, planned right now. The fantasy football episode, where we're gonna give a, a top ten ranking for all the fantasy um by position. So top ten best quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, tight ends, defense and special teams, kickers, all of that. We're gonna go into all of that for fantasy football because that's coming up. Um, whatever happens with Kyrie and Melo and all that stuff, that's gonna be big. I got uh, Kasim Drummond. Coming on, that's a, uh, hold on, before we get into that, my bad, sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by Shop Heirlooms, Premier Adventures, Goods and Memorabilia. Um, at Shop Heirlooms on Instagram and Twitter. So you can keep up with, with all the new wave, all the supply drops. Premier, this is really Premier Vintage Goods and Memorabilia. Anything vintage and wavy, you can expect that there. Shop Saturday is every Saturday. That's when you can come with no appointment. Um, any other time, you just will have to email or DM to set up an appointment to come through. And this is one, two, three piece of cake. It's just an email, a text, a DM away, you know? So, yeah, go follow. Keep up, and the website is in the in the bio on the Instagram. If you can't make it down to the shop, you can always cop up from uh from the website. All right, intro music time. Yo, people people feeling the droop. Hey, droop. G looks for not having this joint be uh all copywritten and all that stuff. So it, it like it's it's an easy transition. But here you go. What about here? I used to post me a big fine L and watch a whole lot of basketball and Seinfeld. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Aside from my fish scale clientele, there are a few things I know as well as basketball and Seinfeld. 40 cabins, phrases, 40 parrots. Mimic the style, you get embarrassed. Just the filthy habits. In a limousine, every limousine covered in supply fabric. Still, we can have it. For them cash that will rob you for your pack. Back when Robert Pack was a maverick. Who had six to give wavy wop. It's not trading cards. When I see your shorty gave me tops. Teeth look like chiclets. Big and white like Rick Smith's. I'm at my Travis best. The rest is average at best. And this that land bias in its purest form. Word is born, Toby, word is song. If you don't recognize it, you'll respond. Catch a bigger bullet than George Merrison. Yo, <laughs> Yo Julie's too nice. I let it play a little longer than usual. He said, Catch a bigger bullet than George Merrison. Yikes. My man Drew. So, first thing, let's talk about. Um, first, let's talk about the quality so far of the podcast. A lot. Yo, the reception so far has been like overwhelmingly like positive and I really appreciate that everybody that enjoyed the podcast I really um I'm glad I can't do this right now um sorry um everybody that enjoyed the podcast that has been enjoying the podcast 
I really appreciate it. Like this is this is what this is what I've always done. Like this sports talk. Like this is this is every day. This is anybody that knows me. This is what we do. You know, as soon as people see me, that's the first thing we talk about. Whatever's going on in in, in sports, somehow, some way. So, um, you know, um, I'm glad to finally have a platform and to be putting this out for people's enjoyment. I mean, that was the plan all along. And um, let's talk about the quality. Now, we had an issue before the last podcast me and Rello did. I had was setting up both of the microphones at once. So, um, I like I'm a perfectionist. Like I noticed like little small things and I don't like the sound wasn't as crystal clear as I wanted it to be. It sounded fine. It's, it, the sound was cool, but like you hear how clear this is because I'm right here in front of the mic. We had to share the one microphone cause we getting, we couldn't get both, both of the microphones operating at once. So, um, I'm gonna get that sorted out though before the next guest. Trust me, I, it's you can't have two of the same brands of microphones. So I'm just gonna just get a different brand. That's all. So that'll be sorted out by Friday, before the next guest. I don't know why I said by Friday. Before the next guest, this is probably you're probably gonna hear this on Thursday. You'll be hearing this tomorrow. So, okay. Let's uh, let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. Let me see. Oh, come on now. You know this is the first thing we got to talk about. Because the, the saga, I have I know that we've talked. That, no, not the first. But since the second episode, we've talked about Byrie. But we're going to keep talking about Byrie until something happens. And we're getting new developments. A lot of interesting developments. It's You know, it's a lot of that. All right. I'm gonna start off with this. This is something that uh, that that Chauncey Billups, you know, the former great Chauncey Billups, Mr. Big Shot, Bob, Big Shot, uh, yeah, Mr. Big Shot. That's what he called him. He, cause you, as we know, he was interviewing to be the GM of the Cavs, right? He said that he's known. He he said he didn't know. He didn't know it was like how it was as severe as it is now, but he said he knew that something was up with Kyrie. He said he knew this. He said because not because Kyrie told him or, or LeBron, but because he's been around. I don't know how he he knew how any no one could have guessed that Kyrie wouldn't want to play with LeBron anymore. But he said he knew that's part of the reason why he didn't take the job. That and because LeBron won't um, waive his no trade clause, which I don't blame him. I, why would LeBron do that? LeBron is the only. It's only a certain. It's only he. I think he, him, LeBron. Mm, I think LeBron is the only player in the league that deserves a no trade clause. Like, I don't. And you know what? I don't even think. I think no. Tra- All right, this is a hot take. No trade clause and the next collective bargaining agreement. I think the union, not the players, the uh, the league, the owners, they need, that no trade clause needs to go. I don't like that because it's like if you're gonna leave a team, why can't they trade you and get assets if you're gonna leave? You know, if your contract, if you're not gonna resign, that's not fair. How was it? How was that fair that the players have a no trade clause? I don't like that. Partly because I'm biased because Melo, because <laughs> Melo has a no trade clause. But it's like, yo, 
you're forcing like you're forcing the uh, the team's hand. Well, you, you're not forcing the hand. They gotta play ball. They gotta play ball according to your rules, and I don't like that. Let it, let 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 the team be able to trade you and, and get some assets, so they won't be a lottery team. But so LeBron won't waive his no trade clause, of course. And he said, "This is what Chauncey Billups said about Kyrie. He said, if if I was another team." I would be uh, kind of on alert, or I would be like, uh, I would be, uh, what was the word he used? He used a good word. He said he would be like, uh, he would be, he would look at Kyrie like kind of, he would, I forgot the word that he used, but he would be like suspicious of Kyrie because like, why wouldn't you want to play with LeBron? Like, isn't the the goal isn't the, the 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 goal to to be in the finals to be competing for championships and playing with the best player in the whole world who is not now this is LeBron it's not Kobe here this is LeBron past past first guy he granted he has to have the ball in his hand but he's a he's unselfish he is the the but. but Besides Magic, maybe the most unselfish. Well, Larry wasn't selfish either. One, of, he's one of the top three most unselfish superstars in league history. Like he thrives. Besides point guards, of course. Like J.K. was a point guard. Well, Magic was too. But like these are, I mean, like all world superstar players. LeBron is like he passes the ball. That's what he does. First and foremost, and Kyrie doesn't want to play with that. Now, granted, he has his own reasons, and in the prior episodes, we've we we kind of dug into that, and I understand where Bobby is coming from. He wants to be his own man, which is nothing wrong with that. So I mean, um, but yeah, he would be Chauncey said he would be suspicious of that, and I'm like, hmm, that kind of maybe makes a little sense. I don't know. I I don't care. I'm not going to be suspicious or nothing like that. Come on down to New York, make it happen. I'm going to be a okay with that. But now, Derrick Rose, he just signed with the Cavs. Now, <laughs> I'm at Branchbrook yesterday at at Norks Rucker. That's all Rucker Park. That's all Dykeman. We're gonna talk about that later. We're gonna talk about Branchbrook later, cause I got some I got some suggestions and ideas that are kind of kind of put that over the top. I feel like in within the next five years, Branchbrook is going to turn into a spot where people are going to come to see, like, people from out of town. I mean, like, people going to come from, like, we go to Dykeman and Rugger, people are going to come to Branchbrook. They just probably might end up being league sanctioned like the Drew. Well, maybe, I don't know, we would have to clean up some stuff because it's hood. That's the hood, right? Everybody from the hood is dead. But we're going to talk about that later. All right. But first thing at the brook, I saw my man Keon and Dejon. First thing Keon say to me, oh, you know, D-Rose here now. It's over. We good because he like the Cavaliers. He like wherever Bron go. So he's like, oh, now that D-Rose is here, it's over. We back. <laughs> forget about Kyrie. Forget about whatever. We back. Man, listen. Listen, Cavalier fans. It's gonna. Be, I got two things to say about this Derrick Rose thing. The first thing is I'm happy he's there because that something's gonna have to happen with Kyrie. That's first and foremost. I'm 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 thinking that's gonna that's gonna how to kind of uh, 
segue into into some kind of something with the on the Kyrie front. Who knows? Vegas, Vegas gave us four to one odds only behind the Cavaliers. So that means Vegas knows they don't get stuff wrong. Vegas, Vegas knows. So who knows? But I think that's that's um. And LeBron welcomed them in with open arms. Why I have no idea, but hopefully, um, this means that we got some like where we're we're taking positive steps forward on the on getting Kyrie out of there. But Derrick Rose is no Kyrie. He's no. This is not 2011. Newsflash. Hold on. I wish I had like alarms and like sound effects. This we need a newsflash. Kyrie, I mean Derrick Rose is not. This is not 2011. Do not, I repeat, do not look at the numbers last year with the Knicks and think, oh, Derrick Rose is 18 points a game on 47% from the field. Listen to me. Listen to me. Derrick Rose is not fit to be the starting point guard. If he if he's coming off the bench, that's one thing, which I don't think he's gonna do. He's because he he didn't sign with the Lakers because they wanted him to come off the bench. So do not think for a second now that this man is coming off the bench because he's not coming off the bench. He's not. He wants to start and he's gonna start. And him, the uh, Derrick Rose playing with LeBron James. You know what? See, it's hard. LeBron is so great of a teammate and of a player. That no matter who he's playing with, he's going to elevate their game. And it's going to make it easier for Derrick Rose. But that man is really... You know how the the, the the horses on the racetracks have the dividers up where they can't see to the left or right. They can only see straight ahead. That's Derrick Rose. That is Derrick Rose. He was so hell-bent, I think, on proving everybody that he can play for an entire season. And, and he's still a max player. He didn't... He hindered... Porzingis' development last year. He would not pass Porzingis the ball. He wouldn't do it. He would not give the ball to KP. I mean, it would be like every game. See, the triangle is so... I hate that. I really hate that triangle. I hated looking at it. And Porzingis would be at the top of the key, wide open. He would not... He would look him off. He would not pass him the ball. He drops to the cup and does these... Acrobatic layups still to this. I don't know how he finishes some of them joints, but he does. He finishes them. He scores. Don't get him, don't get me don't get it wrong. He can get to the cup sometimes. He shoots that mid range jump shot. He likes to use the backboard. He's not as explosive as he was before. And injury, his injury history, I just don't think it's enough. Now, if he was playing at if he was there last year, he was he was where Darren Williams was. Would it have made a difference. I don't think so. Maybe I don't know, but the way Derrick Rose his play style is too is too uh is too ISO driven, and he's not like Kyrie where he's going standing. He can stand in the corner and catch and shoot and shoot 48 from three, or like get a bucket with four seconds left on a shot clock. Not four, like seven seconds left on a shot clock, because Derrick Rose has to get to the cup or you like get that mid-range jump shot, and that 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 the ball's not gonna be in his hands enough for him to get into a good enough rhythm. I think to consistently kill shooting the ball and stuff like that. I don't, 
I don't think Derrick Rose is going to help them out much. No, let me not say he's he's this is a drop off from Barry, a big drop off. Big, big drop off. Cavalier fans, if you're out there, because I don't think anybody, that's only, I only know one person that really likes the Cavaliers. Everybody else is a LeBron fan, and they, and they left when Kyrie, when LeBron left. And if Brown leaves again, they're going to leave. But the, if if you think uh, Cleveland is going to be just A-OK and be able to beat Golden State without, with Derek, just because Derek Rose is there, think again. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. It's not enough. It's just not enough. Simple as that. Do you think that <laughs> do you think the Warriors didn't throw a party? Like a pizza party with uh soda, everything, when they heard that Kyrie wants to leave? Cause Kyrie was a thorn in his side when Kyrie gets going. First two games in the finals last year, he did nothing. But after that he was he was getting buckets. Uncle Drew was out. That's what he does. Derrick Rose is not going to have that kind of impact. Trust me, he's not. It's just not going to happen. So, um, but that's big news, though, that Derrick Rose, they signed him, one-year deal. He he turned down the Lakers because he, they didn't want him, they wanted him to come off the bench. So that means he's going to, he signed with Cleveland to start. And if they add Melo, Maybe Bledsoe goes there somehow, some way, if Phoenix helps in the trade, because it seems like they want to unload him. Brandon Knight just got hurt. They said he tore his ACL. So, uh, I feel bad for Brandon Knight, man. I really feel bad for Brandon Knight. This kid, I mean, I mean, sheesh. Last year, he got, <laughs> he couldn't play like I had him in fantasy, and I held for so long. I thought Brandon Knight was going to come back. He's going to kill. They didn't let him play. And then the ACL, I don't know. He's just had a bad luck in his career. He's had some bright moments. Of course, he has some like uh, 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 viral moments. But besides the viral stuff, he's had some solid moments. But he's hurt now. I don't. Who's going? They got Blesso. They got Eulis. Is that enough at point guard for them? Or like, or do they are they willing to let Blesso go and just have Eulis? I don't know what the plans are or what they're gonna do, but maybe Blesso ends up in Cleveland because I think I'm telling you, Phoenix is gonna be the springboard. They're gonna be the uh, they're gonna be the third team in the trade, whatever trade gets Kyrie to the Knicks or maybe someplace else. I don't know, but I think Phoenix is gonna be in it. Because they want to make a move. So, um, if D Rose, Melo, Bledsoe, Braun, that's a solid core, right? That, like, I don't think they're beating Golden State, but who knows? We don't know. Nick Young going to Golden State, that was a big pickup. Jordan Bell, the guy they drafted, big pickup. That's the one from Oregon, right? I think it's Jordan Bell. Yo, Golden State is not fair. <laughs> They're not fair. It's really insane. But enough about the Kyrie stuff. We can let that go for now. Let's move on to some other topics. This is not going to be too long of a podcast. We need some more breaking news. Like That's what we need. So, um, let's see. Oh, this is something I like talking about. 
I like talking about old basketball players and players that could have been the old NBA. You know what we're going to talk about now? We're going to talk about Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy. I wish I had, if I had like a soundboard, I would do like an applause or something like that right there for Brandon Roy. That was my guy. I think Brandon Roy was in line to be, like if he would have stayed healthy, he was chasing Kobe for like that. He was was chasing Kobe. He was the second best shooting guard in the league, in my opinion. That's when D-Wade was in his bag too. I think Brandon Roy was better. A lot of people might disagree. That's like a sh- has shock value to it. It shouldn't because that man was legit. He was elite. Kobe is quoted saying that he feels like Brandon Roy, besides himself, is the only player in the league that had no weaknesses. Brandon Roy really was elite. I think if he never got hurt, let's think about it now. If he was at playing at the elite, they had, him and Aldridge were there at the same time. Yeah, they wouldn't have gotten Lillard or McCollum. Maybe yeah, McCollum. They wouldn't have gotten either of them because they wouldn't have been a lottery team. They wouldn't have been bad enough to get them. But did they? They didn't draft Batum, did they? Did they draft Batum and what Wesley Matthews? Imagine if they had Wesley. Wesley Matthews played for Utah, I think. So imagine they had Wes Matthews. And and Batum with Brandon Roy and um and Aldridge and uh who was their point guard when when Roy was there was it Andre Miller or Steve Blake I don't remember who their point guard was, but Brent Portland would have been a force they would have been a fifty win team every year, and Brandon Roy would have been giving people twenty five to twenty seven a night. I would have loved to have have him in fantasy basketball. I think he was so elite. He was clutch. He was, he was elite, and now what is he doing? He's a coach, right? Uh, he's, he coached his team is number one in the country. Mike was it Michael Porter? I think the guy's name is the kid that he's coaching. I'm not sure, but Brandon Roy. Let's think about it. I want y'all to hit me on hit me on Twitter. Let's talk about this, and and I I'll, I'll have plenty of highlights on deck. I can that I can throw right your way. I watched the GD's highlights. You type a player's name in. They show their career high games, games when they had big nights. Brandon Roy, you got to look. How he scored was so effortless. It was so easy. It was clean. It was purposeful. It was hell-bent. That man was special. Special, special, special player. Him, Gilbert Arenas are two players that they could have been Hall of Famers if if things didn't happen and they didn't their careers didn't end up being derailed. The special things could have happened, I'm telling you. This is a topic I wish I had somebody else I'm gonna bring this back up again when I have a guest to see to get, for them to give their take on Brandon Roy. Let's look at his numbers. Let's look at Brandon Roy's numbers. I gotta pull these up. Let me see. Let me see. Let's get the let's get the Google working and let's see what we got for Brandon Roy. His numbers might not be as crazy as I'm like I'm putting it. He got drafted in 2006. Uh, he's the sixth pick. I gotta look at that draft. Three-time All-Star, All-NBA second team, All-NBA third team, Rookie of the Year. Man, okay, let's look at the numbers. 
he only played. He only one, two, three, four, five, six years, and then he it was injuries. Yo, oh my god, he came. See, his stats don't tell us. They don't tell it. His stats don't tell. Okay, did all right. Let's see. His first year, rookie year, sixteen, four and four. He only played fifty five, fifty seven games. Second year in the league, nineteen. 5.8 assists, 4 rebounds. He played 74 games. That was decent. That's his second year now. 2008, he played 78 games, 22, 5, and 4. That's not bad at all. But he was a dog in those years. Next game, 65 games, 21, 4, and 4. I think that fifth year was when he would have made the leap. I mean, like a big-time leap into like 27, 28 points per game, I think. I honestly, really, truly think that because he started making the all-star team and the, the league was recognizing and it was going to happen that fifth year, but that's when he got hurt. He only played 47 games. He only started 23 of them. And he averaged 12, 2-2 two two, because he was hurt. He was hurt. Then he tears his knees up, and that's it. He was done. And then five points in Minnesota, but that doesn't count. Now, let's look at the playoffs. 0-9, when he averaged 21, 4-4. Four he came back healthy for the playoffs, 26, two assists, two, three assists, five rebounds. That's the Brandon Roy that would have came next year. You seen that's playoff Roy we just seen right there. That's playoff Roy. That's when he um. That's when he cooked up uh, Dallas, was it? And hit the game winner or something like that. I think that was that year. Was it? I think it was Dallas. He was frying Dallas. Oh my God, career high 52. Okay, that's a that's a good. If you can get fifty, then that's saying something. Well, a couple people score fifty that you wouldn't expect, but sh- come on, now, dang, I thought his numbers were better than that. Wow, Brandon Roy, but that fifth year, that fifth year, he would have made he would he would have made the jump that year. Let's look and see who got drafted his year. Let's see who the first pick was. Oh no. <laughs> Barn Yanni was the first pick that year. My God. Oh, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Look at this. Okay, Barn Yanni. Wow. This is the 2006 draft. Barn Yanni was the first pick, right? The Raptors picked him. I know they regret that. Aldridge, right out of Texas. He was the second pick. That was the Bulls picked him. That was our pick. That was probably one of the Eddie Curry or or, or, or some some uh, picks that we trade. We we why, why did we used to give Chicago all our first round picks? I don't understand why we used to do that. But Aldridge and they and they traded him to Portland for who? I don't know. Adam Morrison was the third pick. That was my guy, Adam Morrison. I thought he was gonna be elite, but it don't translate. Wow, Tyrus Thomas. Oh, that's what they traded. They, the Portland traded Tyrus Thomas. That's what they wanted, I guess. For They traded him to Chicago. So they must have swapped Aldridge for, for Tyrus Thomas. That was a bad deal. <laughs> Sheldon Williams was number five. The Hawks, wow, what a bad pick. Rudy Gay was, I mean, uh, wow. Brandon Roy was a six. I would have picked him number one. Sorry. Out of what? Uh, Washington, right? Yeah. Um, let me see. Randy Foy. Yo, Randy. Shout out to Randy. He's from right around the corner from my crib. He's from um, 5th and 6th over there, that area. 
he's he's right from Norg. He went to flag and everything. He was a seventh pick in the draft. That's big. Went to Eastside, right? Yeah. Right out of Villanova. Rudy Gay was number eight. Okay. Patrick O'Brien was number nine. Wow. J.J. Redick was 11. He would have been higher than that. I didn't think J.J. Redick would ever get a contract, another contract past his rookie year. So, shout out to him. Hilton Armstrong, Cephalosha, Ronnie Brewer, Ronnie Carney. This was a weak draft. Oh, Rondo with the 21st pick. Are you serious? Rondo, the 21st pick? And the Suns drafted him and traded him. Wow. They... The Suns, you dropped the ball on that. I guess they had Nash at the time. Marcus Williams was under him. Oh, this is sad. It's sad what happened to him. I don't know. I thought he was going to be good. And Josh Boone. Wow. Um, Kyle Lowry was 24th. Wow. Marty Collins. That's who we drafted. <laughs> Let's see what we drafted him at. We drafted Marty Collins at 29. Who was after him? That was that was, That's a good player. Paul Millsap was this, was in the second round of 47th pick. Man, we should, we should have picked him. Leon Poe, no, no thanks. Yeah, this wasn't a good draft. How many people in this draft made the all-star team? Aldridge, Brandon Roy, Rudy Gallo, he never made it. Rondo made it. I'm sure he's made it once, at least. Only like four all-stars. Kyle Lowry made the all-star game. Five all-stars, that's it. Yikes. That was a bad draft. That was my junior year in high school. Okay, so Brandon Roy. Well, all right, we'll get to him later. We'll, we'll, we'll revisit this topic because I want somebody to tell me Brandon Roy isn't elite. That's what I'm waiting for. The Mamba recognized and he stamped him. So that's all really we need to know. Okay, next. Branchburg. Let's talk about Branchburg now. I was there at Branchburg yesterday watching some games. It's all everybody from the hood, people people we know. Some people I didn't know, but I knew mostly everybody there and a lot of the people that were playing. I'm, I'm not playing in I don't like playing outside. My knees can't take it. In the gym, I'm with it. Outside, well, I mean, I could play one game, and then I'll be done up. And these games, they have multiple games a week. I don't think I could do it. But let's go. Branchburg. That was a, I like the environment. I like the, I, like I like I like the whole the whole feel of it. It feels like Nork. We need we need to just do some. We need to get a sponsor. Somebody has to recognize. We need a pro. Well, see, pros can't play because it's not league sanctioned. We need to get it league sanctioned somehow. All the players in the league from Jersey. We need Bavri. We need Randy. Like yo. Do whatever they got to do. I don't know how a, how a league gets sanctioned. We need league players in it first for it to be sanctioned. But I need I want league players to play in it because we got a lot of cats. Uh, Jersey, we got a Nork specifically. We got a lot of cats that's professional basketball players. People overseas, people uh, people making money playing basketball that are good players playing in this league in Branchbrook. I wish we had some. I wish we had like. It's like NBA players coming to play in it. We need to get some sponsors. Let's listen. Let it be known. Shop Heirlooms is would be honored to sponsor Branchbrook Park League, whichever way uh, I could somehow. I don't know how, but 
it would be an honor. Cause, cause it's it's only gonna go up. Like you see on, you see on Facebook. Like if you see um, you friends with Corey and Keon and all of them on Facebook. Like you see people talking trash in the comments. It's wonderful. Like it's amazing. It gives you that feeling. Like, like, like going to the park and saying, "Look, you got your, you, what's up? You guard, you guard me. Let's see what you do at the park today." And, and cats calling each other out and and, and and talking talking about championships and talking about who got the crown and who got this. I love it. It's a game today. My man Wave played today. My man Smooth they played today. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check it out. I think it's like at eight o'clock. We need to support Branchbrook. We need every everybody needs to come out to Branchbrook and support these games. Everybody, like is it is. It's, it it can be something. It it can become something big. I see it. I see it. But it can become something big. We need Nike. Nike, come sponsor. Now, do you see the new Nike jerseys? Oh my, Nike. I see. It's it was it, what is it called when you're like you're a sucker for the brand? I forgot what it's called. Like a like a brand. Uh, I forgot what. Just just if you see the Nike sign, you th- automatically think something looks cool. Shoot. Well, shout out to Nike for making it like that. Because when I see Nike, I say, wow, that looks wavy. I love the look of the new jerseys. I like seeing on the bottom right corner. Is it left or right? On the bottom left of a jersey, when you see the, the Nike, um, the patch with the size and the Nike size. Oh my! The NBA jerseys are fire now. See, I wish we could have Nike sponsor the, the Branchbrook Park uniforms, cause those Nike jerseys are amazing, amazing. I'm gonna have to like Nike used to make jerseys. I got a lot of Nike jerseys, like stuff like that in the shop, and stuff like that in my personal collection that are amazing, amazing. I love, I, I love it. Love seeing the Nike swoosh. The new NBA jerseys are fire. What do you guys think about the logos on the um on the jersey? Not Nike, just like uh, ads on the jerseys. I love it. I think the Celtics, the Raptors, um, I forgot what other teams. But look at soccer jerseys. They have logos on the jerseys all the time. Like ads. I mean, I don't know why I keep saying logos. They have ads on jerseys. WNBA. It gives the jersey like a like a cool look, in my opinion. I'm all for it. Keep it up. Keep putting. Keep the logos on the jerseys. Nike is back sponsoring the. Re, well, who was it? Who was it? Was Adidas re, before Nike? It was Adidas, and nah, it just it's just it's not the same as that check. The three stripe. The three three stripes are not the same as the check. I'm sorry. It's just not. It's not. Sorry. Nike everything. All Nike everything. For real. Okay. Ooh, this is a cool topic right here. Who do you guys think next year is going to be the better passer? Lonzo or Ben Simmons? Uh, fantasy, but I can't wait to do the fantasy podcast when we when we talk about um, sleepers and we're gonna rank each position. We're gonna start. We're gonna do football first, and then basketball to be closer to this. But when basketball season is starting, but oh man, this is gonna be. They're both rookies. They're both going in as rookies. Who's gonna be that? Lonzo's pat. I mean, Ben Simmons' small sample size. That was really all I needed to see. I'm going with Ben Simmons, and I'm going to be targeting him in fantasy basketball. 
That man's passing skills are out of this world. Out of this world. He's go- He needs to be the starting point guard for Philly. I don't know why they drafted Fultz. Ben Simmons is going to get the job done. I think he's a better passer than Lonzo. And it's not- he's a big. A big being able to pass like that? Come on. That's just special right there. That's special. Lonzo is a great passer too. Don't get me wrong. He's a good passer. Mayor, I got, I got, again, I'm going to have my man Mayor come on the podcast. He's going to be a guest. He thinks he's a better passer than Lonzo. See, what people, I don't hear people say stuff like that about, about Ben Simmons, though. I'm going with, I'm going with, uh, with Ben. But you, you give me your take. Hashtag left hand labs on Twitter. And we, and we could talk about that. We could compare the highlights. Let's stick. This thing about this, Lonzo in the summer league, he was dominating people up. Like, he had a couple 12 assists, 10 assists. He had triple doubles. So he was getting double digit assists. But the flare, like Ben, Ben, Ben has those those Rubio eyes. Everybody ain't got those Rubio eyes. They both got it though. They both do. They both do. Speaking of passes, let's. I want to make a list. Let's go down the list. The best, the top ten best passers that you've ever seen. Hmm. Let's think about that. Hmm. Best passes. See, I will have to have. The list down in front of me to rank it. Actually, I'm just gonna give ten people out, and then we can rank them. Ten people that gotta be on the list. Magic Johnson, he's number one. This is no order, but Magic Johnson by default is number one. He has to be number one. Then we got. Then now I'm just gonna throw people out. J. K. Okay. Jason Williams, he might be ahead of J. K. But J. C. See, these guys are all elite passes, and they're going to get assists. They're going to get the numbers, and they're going to set people up, of course. But I'm talking about not only are you able to set the people up, but you got the flair and the wave along with it that make it look so clean and so cute. So, Magic, J.K., Jay Williams, Jason Williams I'm talking about here, John Stockton, Larry Bird, LeBron James. Hmm. Who am I missing? People that were wizards passing the ball. That are just elite. Chris Paul. The passes that man throws. Come on. Did I say LeBron? Did I say LeBron yet? LeBron James. I don't know if I said him already. LeBron. That's eight. We need two more. Two more elite. I'm When I, when I say elite, I mean elite. Of course, people are on the top ten in the assist list and stuff. But I mean, people that were like you look and say, "Whoa!" Like, how did he throw that pass? How did he see that? <laughs> you would kill me if I put Ruby on the list. Y'all would kill me. So I can't even. Let's think of some more people. I I know it's a lot of people I'm missing. Not missing. Trust me, they're in my head. Like 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 Mark Jackson or uh, or uh, or um. Isaiah Thomas wasn't the elite like level passer. Um, let's look up. Let's let let me see who who am I missing? Who are we missing? Let me see top ten passers NBA all time. Here we go. Here we go. 
and see, I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be by, by just assist alone. I don't want it to be like that. Of course, LeBron is in there. I said that. Oscar Robinson, come on, cut it out. Jason Williams, of course. John Stockton, of course. This is all everybody I'm saying. I I, I just mentioned all these people. Give me somebody else. Magic Johnson, John Stockton. I said that. Jason Williams, Chris Paul, I said that. Steve Nash. How could I forget Nash? I'm bugging out. Nash got to be in there. He has to. Isaiah Thomas, I'm not putting him in there. J.K., I put him in there already. I'm not putting Isaiah Thomas in there. He's, he's, come on. Rondo. Come on. I'm bugging. I'm definitely bugging. That man, Rondo, will have 15, 15, and 15 games. And the passes he would throw. People would guard Rondo. Fifteen, like they would not, they wouldn't even be. You couldn't even see them in the picture next to him, and Rondo would like would still get thirty, and he would still dom you. He would still go by you into the cup because he didn't shoot jump shots. Rondo got to be higher on that list. His best passes ever, ever. Magic number one. J Kid or J J Kid number two. See, this is point guards. I'm not saying point guards. I'm I'm talking strictly passing. Magic number one. Jason Williams number two. Jason Williams number two. I'm sorry. Ooh. Number three is gonna be rough. Rondo, number three. Best passers. Strictly passing. I'm not talking about as a player. Passer. Braun number four. JK number five. Cliff Paul, number six. I don't even know who else I named. But just the top three, best passes ever. Magic, Jason Williams. Damn. Magic, Jason Williams. And who did I? And Rondo, number three. Rondo's going number three. I don't care. He is. Number three. Rajon Rondo. And 2K, his rating, his passing should always be 99. I, I got to look and see. What his passing rating is in the pre in 2K17. 2K18 is coming. They they still didn't let out more um more ratings, but they put out screenshots. That game is gonna look amazing. But the online servers in 2K, I don't like. Do not like the online servers. They ruins the experience. I gotta try to just do a, fr- a franchise mode. FIFA is the only free FIFA has has the keys to success for franchise mode. And I need the franchise mode in, in, in 2K to improve and Madden too. I need to be able to 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 drive like I to develop my rookie like FIFA has a youth program, a youth academy, and all that kind of. We need something like that. In, I need summer league. I need that in in 2K. Put that in there, please. That's the aspect I like the most about in sports franchise modes: being able to 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 recruit. Uh, not recruit to draft rookies to evaluate them and develop young players, new players. I like that's my favorite aspect about franchise modes. Madden, I hope they're gonna. Madden is coming out. Madden 18 is on. Let's talk about Madden because Madden is almost here. Madden is gonna be on the Frostbite engine this year. That's the engine that FIFA is on. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be OD. 
old the is the graphics, and that's what I've been waiting for to, to jump back into Madden because it looked too much like the previous generation of Madden. I'm like, this is next this next gen consoles. Let's have Madden look like like how FIFA FIFA is beautiful. 2K is beautiful. Lava's gonna I don't know if Lava's gonna be on the frostbite. I don't think it is. But Madden is, and I need it to look like it's like this is next gen Madden. I have a 4K TV. I got the PS4 Pro. Let's 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 get on that frostbite. It, well, it is on that frostbite. Let's see what it looks like. It looks like it's gonna be amazing. They don't let out many gameplay videos for some reason, but it is what it is. I'm really looking forward to this year's Madden, and I'm gonna try franchise mode. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna give it a go. I'm gonna try to. So, cause I'm in like my fifth year in FIFA. I never, I've never played a franchise mode this much. You know what? I think it's cause the games are shorter in FIFA. It takes a long time to, cause I like having realistic stats. So in 2K or in Madden, if I do a franchise mode, I put it on 12 minute quarters. But the stats, like the games take, it'll take too long. It takes an hour to complete one game, and that's too long. It's not it, it, so. It's it, it. I gotta find the right balance. So the stats don't. The stats are, are fair and and they look realistic. Cause I like checking the league leaders and seeing players on my team how they're stacking up uh, against the other players in the league and stuff like that. I like. I I don't know. I'm weird. I like stuff like that. Madden is coming. I can't wait. We're gonna have a lot of a lot of Madden, 2K, FIFA tournaments. Right here at Shop Heirloom, Shop Heirlooms. Like I'm trying to organize a tournament now. If you're listening to the podcast and you like, you like sports games, and you feel like you at Street Fighter Two and Injustice, if you feel like you can get right, make email, DM something, and there's a hundred dollar cash prize. Once I get enough people to join the tournament, of you, let's say this Saturday, and it's gonna be on a Shop Saturday. Let's say uh, 2K this Saturday. If you're interested in joining, let me know. If once I get 10 to 12 people, we can start it up. Simple as that. We can start it up. Okay. Before we end it, because I got a good, I got a good. Who's better? Hashtag Who's better? I got a good one. Oh, you know what I forgot to talk about? Mello to OKC. They said OKC is interested in Mello. What do they what do they think they're gonna do with Westbrook, Mello, and Paul George? Hold on, Westbrook and Mello on the same team? Does do they not know that Mello needs the ball in his hands to play ISO ball, black hole ball? They don't know that? Well, I don't think Russ wants that. Or maybe I don't know if it's management or if it's Russ, I don't know. Or if it's Mello, is he interested in going to OKC? They have nothing to give us. I don't want Canner back. Canner is good. Don't get it wrong, and he'll be a lot better away from Russ where they let him play. But I don't want him. I don't want Canner. They don't have Oladipo anymore. I don't want McDermott. I don't want uh. Who do they have? <laughs> Please, that'll never happen. If it does, I'm gonna be highly upset. We need to get focus, all focus on Kyrie. We shutting this mellow to OKC stuff down right now. That ain't happening. And let's not even talk about it. We're not going to give it no energy. Mellow, you're not going to OKC. I said so. Forget Perry and Mills 
and everybody else, they ain't going to OKC. We we focus on Cleveland. That's what we need to focus on. Melo, you're not going to the Rockets. They don't have enough. Come on now. Okay. Who's better? Hashtag who's better. We're going to end it with this. Who's better? Join in on this conversation. Hit me on Twitter. Hashtag left hand layups. Who's better? Bavri, Irvin, Kavri, Bavri, Servin, Irvin, Uncle Drew, or Allen Iverson? Who's better? I've seen a picture on Twitter of both of them. I think Iverson has the ball and Kyrie is guarding him or, or vice versa. I'm not sure which one. If they matched up in the seven-game playoff series, who who would who would outdo who? Because Kyrie would be guarding AI. Would he? Yeah, I think he would. He's guarding Steph. And Iverson on those Sixers teams, maybe Aaron McKee. He was a, a six-man, though. Or maybe Snow. I don't know. who. I don't know if he would be guarding him. Then maybe let's say they're guarding each other. Bump it. Let's just say they're guarding each other. Who's going to come up? Who's going to come up looking like, like okay, this guy right here is Stan? Who's better? Now, a lot of this is, this is going to be, a lot of people not going to like this. People overhype Iverson's handle. He had a crossover. Yes. He, like he was quick and he had a good crossover. He hit my he hit MJ up. Yeet, 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 pull up and one ref. He it should have been an one. He hit he hit MJ up. He crossed a lot of people. He dropped a lot of people too. That was primarily speed and and quickness. But his handle is not on the same level as I Iverson even said this himself. He said it. We've heard him say it. It's quoted and you and you can hear him say it. His handle was not on the same level as Kyrie, as Chris Paul, as Steph. It's a difference from having move, having moves, or a move, and having handle. And that's when you counter people. When you, like you see Kyrie, he's a mad scientist. He between the legs cross, between the legs cross. You reach this way, he's gonna spin off of you. All right, all right prime example of Kyrie's handle versus the fields. You don't remember the USA practice, Kobe, Harden, and why am I saying Harden? Kobe, well, see, look, why am I saying Harden? Like, why am I saying Harden's defense is bad? Kobe, Harden, KD, everybody, they was trying to guard Kyrie 94. They couldn't do it. They was trying to pick him up full court. And look how he split through the defense like a knife through hot, a hot knife through butter. Every time they could not contain him, you couldn't. He was splitting. He couldn't play ninety four. That's a prime example of 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 handle versus just moves. Moves is you is MJ guarding you and you hit him up, beep beep, and, and hit a jump shot. Handle is you can't guard him ninety four, and it's not because of speed. It's because he's gonna dribble through it, and it's simple as that. So handle, I'm giving the Kyrie. Finishing layups, come on! Iverson never misses layups. That's how Iverson scored mid-range jump shots. He went to the cup, but Kyrie got the best layup package ever. You never seen nobody with a layup package like this man. The layups that man makes is insane, and he does it on purpose. Like he means to make them difficult like that. You never seen nothing like that. Never. You don't see that. I think 
layup package you gotta give the Bari too. Shooting ability. I'm giving that the Yo, well, let's go down the line. Kyrie might be better than Iverson. Intangibles are what separates them when it's when it's just who's a killer? Who like, Iverson was a killer. Kyrie a killer too though. He hit the game winner in game seven. And he hit plenty big shots. In game seven of the NBA Finals, he won a ring. How can you say, like, they're both killers? They both want to win. They're both dogs. Iverson may be more of a dog than Bobby because Iverson was going to get, he was going to get his 45. It was nothing you was going to say about it, neither. He was going to get it. I, I give him more of the, the dog part on the intangibles, but I think that Kyrie might be better than Iverson, skill-wise at least. Matched up against each other. Damn. That sounds like blasphemy saying it, too. So, I'm not sure. It's up in the air, but I'm leaning towards Kyrie. Wow. I sound like one of the young kids. Don't let, I can't let nobody hear me say this, but I think it's the truth. I think it's the truth. Debate me. If you feel differently, let me know. You know? But, um... So yeah, hit me on the listen, if you made it this far, all the people that hit me and say that you like you're enjoying the podcast, I, let me tell you again. I really, really, really appreciate it. I really do. And I'm glad you enjoy it. Shout out to you for making it this far. Shout out for me for to me for providing the wave. Um we're gonna keep the wave going. This is number four. We're gonna go to four thousand if we got to before we on ESPN or something somewhere. Trust me, this is that is is I see it in the horizon. It's gonna happen. We're gonna get it out here. With y'all support. Cause y'all are what matters. I make it so you guys can listen. So make sure you follow on, on Twitter at Shop Anlums on the gram. Hashtag left hand layups. Let's get the conversation going. Every podcast, you know. Let's let's uh let's 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 shake this whole world up. You know, this whole sports world. So, um, yeah. Episode episode five will probably be in this weekend. Who knows? Or maybe it's an emergency. Something happens and we got to make five. I don't know. We'll see. Um, that's it. We out of here.